Welcome, welcome, welcome once again to another edition of Brother Z and Friends. An hour of gospel music, snippets of the Bible, interesting interviews, and the best of everything we share because we care. Right, Michelle, I hear you, girl, I hear you, girl. Hey. <laughs> yes, and you're in tune to Brother Z and friends. That's right. That's right. So, Brother Z, hi, man. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, a new week, huh? Yeah, that's right. Miss you. New week, new week, new week, yeah. new week. So what you been getting up to, bro? What you been getting up to? Oh, just, uh, it seems as though all my time is now being taken up <laughs> with preparing for all these different episodes, yes. which I'm really, really enjoying. It's Good. a new life for me. A new life, a new life. In this uh, show, we're gonna be, <laughs> we're gonna take a little trip down memory lane. Yes. Um, well, uh, I'm going to tag on to your coattail as you do, because yes. you see, <laughs> I, I ain't going to remember too much about uh, <laughs> about my past, right. but I'll, I'll do my best, all right? Yes. So, you know, um, at home, I just want to say to you, welcome, relax, and come on, take a trip with us as we go down memory lane a little bit, all right? Yeah, Here's man. a little more of Michelle.
That's right. Saint Michel. Saint Michel. It's a wonderful name. Yeah. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful name. I told you, beautiful music, gospel music. <laughs> Absolutely uh, beautiful. So, um, so brother Z, uh, yeah. Let me see. I think this is the show that I'm going to test your your um, short term and long-term. more your long term, <laughs> yeah. um, yeah. your long term memory. Yeah. So, um, so sir, what is your first recollection of any person? Or event in your life. Come on, man. Oh, yeah. You got to rock it and go yeah, back. That, a that, that's it. That's yeah. an easy one. And because for oh. me, I'm always thinking of it. Okay. I, I, I was four years old, uh-huh. or four years young, I should say. <laughs> so that would be, so that would be about seventy three years ago. Seventy three years. Wow. Ago, mm. like my my the t- three. A brother, sister, mother, father. Mm-hmm. I four. My sister six years old. My brother eight years old. So okay, two year difference between all of us. And we had this habit that whenever we go out and come back in as a family, yeah, the three of us would rush, okay, to the door mm. and take control of the door in other words we would stretch our hands to reach it who's going to reach it first uh, no not who reached oh. the door well whoever reached it first takes mm. control of it so okay okay so your hand is stretched out left uh-huh. to right holding the frame or the post right. and saying no one shall pass oh i see <laughs> So you are taking control. So, so wait, wait, wait. Were, were you? Ha- I mean, the rest of you, whoever don't get the door, do they have to pay an entrance fee? No, has to oh. push the other away and take control. Oh, it's like that, is it? Yes. Yeah, so I who see, takes control? Mm-hmm. So could you just imagine me at four years old? Yeah. Getting there first because I had it planned. I remember that. Right. I did all plan, and I took control of the door. Mm-hmm. Stretch my hands out and say no one should pass. Okay, okay. So very quickly, my sister pushed me aside mm. and my brother pushed her aside and mm-hmm. we all three were underground. Oh, wow. I was crying uh-huh. because eventually it turned out that I had a broken left arm. <laughs> my sister was on top of me, oh, making my, it my. worse, and she was crying mm. as though she was experiencing my pain. Yeah, yeah. And now my brother was on top of her, so oh. he was crying too, because he knows what was going to happen to him when daddy get there. Wow. You know? that's, that's a right family affair. Huh? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. And I remember that that mm-hmm. incident. So really, it was my first um, broken arm, first um, pain, real pain of anything. I remember okay. that. Right. And uh, and yes, and mm. and my age and everything. So that's okay. my story. <laughs> and you're sticking to it, right? To it, yeah. yeah. Well, well, you know, uh, brothers, yeah, I remember. I must have been about three, three years old. And um, but I was a very inquisitive three-year-old. I have to yeah. know everything what's going on. And my father used to work away, and when he he goes out to work, he wouldn't come back for a couple of weeks. And this particular day, he came home and he brought a brown suitcase. And I'm watching because I've never seen him come with a suitcase before. And he, he put the suitcase down on the floor. And he opened it to, to see what I would do because all the others are out playing and he just wanted to see what I would do. So he opened it and I looked inside and I just went right in and lay down and he <laughs> shut the case. <laughs> the next thing I knew, my mother, <laughs> she flew at him like an eagle <laughs> and she was hitting the daylight out of him. He said, I'm only kidding her. She said, you are trying to kill my picnic. Oh, my God. <laughs> I never forget that time, man. <laughs> he was about to, to, um, to travel to, to England, and uh, he was making preparation. But 
we didn't know all of the, all those things what was going on because no. nobody shared anything with us, you know. Right. Yes. But so one question, one question I was asking there. You said suitcase. In those days, we call it a grip. A grip. <laughs> but, but, but it's grip. I'm talking, man. Yes. <laughs> it's <not> suitcase. Uh, <laughs> well, we come and learn the posh name suitcase, yeah. but it's suitcase a grip. A grip. Let's call it a grip. But and and it was just one color, brown. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bro. yeah. So, brother Z, talking yeah. about memory lane. This uh, past uh, few days, you you um introduced me to a young lady. Her name is Sister Bev. Right. Now, I thought it was Sister Bev out of New York that uh, I have a stash of her CDs. But apparently, this Sister Bev is from uh, Trinidad. Yes, I think so. She's from Trinidad, and um, she she has a number of um, songs out there. And um, uh, in line with going on memory lane, I picked one up. It's one of her medley. All Good. Right? I'm sure you're going to like it. Thanks. Sister Bev, 
Sister Bev on Brother Z and, and friends, friends giving you, yeah, yeah, giving you some some inspiration here. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, this is real memory lane. I, I grew up uh, listening or helping to sing these songs in in church. You know, um, in when when I when I was growing up, we had to go to church. We had to take part. So we have to dance like we. We mean business, you know, brother. Right. You know, um, we couldn't get away with it at all. We have to be part of it. And you don't play no monkey business when it's time for church. Nope. You you better learn your golden text. They give you a scripture. um, They give you a scripture verse, and you have to learn it from Sunday to the next Sunday. You you better learn it. Mm Because if you don't learn it, you are in big trouble. Yes, I guess that's similar to something we call like catechism oh a little catechism book with all these different things okay what is penance what is contrition Mm. all this is the catholic um, religion Mm. and you have to know it so brother z was truly a catholic man Uh, oh yes for the first year (laughs) for for quite a few years yeah 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 Mm. well i've never been a catholic I, i bounced from um the Pentecost, but uh, one time I, I was going to the Methodist, and it, it really depends on where your parents were going, you yeah. know, and because you you just have to tag along. Um, but um, I've never been a Catholic. Yeah. Well, not yet, anyway. Right. Not yet. Brother Z, what's our uh, what's our number? Uh, oh yes, uh, mm-hmm. our coordinates with four zero seven six six eight four eight two four. Okay. Once again, four zero seven six six eight four eight two four. Okay. And our email address is brother z seventy seven at gmail dot com. Right, and don't forget we have a podcast. Oh we yes, the podcast. podcast. So, yeah. Oh, definitely. Okay. The the shows that you the programs you listen to here here now. Is then transferred to the podcast. It is called Brother Z and Friends. If you Google that, you should get taken directly to the podcast. And all the programs are there, and you could listen to them okay. on your time at your convenience. All right, so it's Brother Z and, Brother Z and Friends, B-R-O-T-H-E-R-Z-E-E, yeah. and um, dot com. And and friends. And friends. Brother and Z and separate friends. words, not okay. joined. No joining together. No, no joining. joining. All right. So, yeah, you were listening to Brother Z and friends. And uh, we're taking a little trip down, down uh, memory lane. So we are so glad you are part of, of our show. And we would love to hear about your memories. That's right. Come on. Send that email, okay? Yeah. You're the sweetest name of all. Sweetest name of all. Jesus, you always hear me when I call. You pick me up each time I fall. You're the sweetest, sweetest name of Brother Z giving us inspiration here on the Brother, Brother Z, Z and Z Son and friends. friends. All right, um, Brother Z, I 
got to come back with another one, man. We're talking memory lane. Yeah. And we're talking about oldies. Yeah. So what makes uh, what makes you so certain that uh, you remember the incident and not that you have heard somebody talking about it? It sticks in your mind and you're thinking, I remember, remember it. What, what makes you so certain? I, 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 I can't swear on that one and I shouldn't swear at all, but I can't be certain. But uh. I do believe I remember that. Okay. Incident, mm -hmm. and if for me I remember it, well then I remembered it. That's it. You know. So I see, man. It's um, it's your story, right? That's right. You're sticking to it, right? That's right. You, you're not gonna let me get away with just a little hint at saying you heard somebody say it. You know it. No. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> me too. Uh, mm -hmm. It's my story. I'm sticking to it because it did happen, mm -hmm. and I somehow that can never come out of my mind. Yeah. Yeah. Among many other things, mm, you know, mm, over mm. the years. Okay. So, uh, um, you actually, Brother Z, uh, are from, if I, if I get it correctly, you're actually from Trinidad instead of Tobago. Yeah. Yeah. But, so, that's um, happened over there in Trinidad. Yeah. 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 So what we're talking about. Uh, okay. So, what is your first uh, recollection of a spiritual encounter? Oh, boy. Mm. A spiritual encounter. Maybe I would skip. Uh, maybe I'd skip and go to around age, maybe eight. No, no, no. It would be older than that. Maybe older. around age, age eleven. Okay. And that's quite of a skip, but this was significant. And mm. um, the Catholic priest. Um, like once per week will come to the to the school okay. to teach us catechism because we are preparing for uh, what is called first communion okay okay you are working up to be for the first time to take first communion mm -hmm. but in at the same time in that class it was a very important class where we were being trained by the or tutored by the principal okay. um, preparing us for the government exam. Oh, you know, right. there was a call exhibition. Yeah. And okay. if you pass that exam, you go to free high schooling or that type of thing. Mm. And when Father Heenan saw me walking along the class and realized I wasn't coming to the to his class, he asked me, uh, well, what happened? And I innocently told him that, well, Mr. Romilly, the principal, doesn't allow me to come because we are seriously preparing for the government exam. Okay. And he just shook his head and he said, okay. <laughs> I didn't know he was going to Mr. Romilly mm. to say, well, look, First communion is important. All right. Now. And he has to come. Mr. Yeah. Ramali just waited. <laughs> and when I came to the thing, he said, No, don't sit down here. Yeah. Go go to your first communion class. All right now. You go. <laughs> and when you fail the exam, oh. let Father Heenan yes. get you into high school. Yeah, sounds like <laughs> a serious principal, huh? Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, that I think perhaps is one of my uh, remembrance of something spiritual happening in my life. Okay. I, I, I could even say, sorry, even say also, being a, an acolyte, I don't know if that, that word means anything to you. No. That is like a silver. Okay, you okay. Know, now, uh, now it means something to me. Yeah, where you're yeah. walking behind the priest, you're holding the chalice, yeah. you're passing right. different things to the priest. That is a, a big practice. I don't know if they still do it in, mm. in the Catholic Church. I think they church. still do. I think I, I watched some of their stuff on TV. And they are. Yeah. yeah, so I was an acolyte too. So I was a very pious 
okay. pious and humble, mm. humble child, mm. growing up and getting all the girlfriends. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Go on, man. I might hear something nice later on. <laughs> or nicer, I should yes. say. Okay, so you're listening to Brother, Brother Z, Z. And um, in friends here, we're going to change the, the, the program a little bit now. We're going to listen to... Um, Pastor Linda a little later on, but I want to take you to one of my my friends right now, uh, Jesse Dixon. Jesse Dixon, Jesse Dixon, and uh, you're on the Brother Z and Friends uh, radio show. And we're taking a, a little trip down, down memory lane. And uh, we have uh, 
dear pastor friend of ours, um, Pastor Linda Coles. I believe she's now Dr. Coles. Um, I think she did her doctorate and I think she went to be ordained quite recently. But um, I listened to her, her um, sermonettes and they are absolutely beautiful. And I know you, you'll be really pleased with, um, with uh, Sister Linda today. So we're going to take um, our friend Jessie down and then we are going to bring her in and she is going to deliver to us today about, uh, well, she's going to speak to us today about Encounter. So here is, uh, here is Dr. Linda Coles. Having an encounter with God. You know, we need an encounter. The word encounter simply means to run into. And running into God is the best thing that can happen to us. An encounter is a divine appointment with God. It is a specific time in your life when God shows up on your behalf. And it is marked by his presence, his power, and his deliverance. You see, when you encounter God, you are forever changed by an experience. And we need an encounter because only an encounter with God can transform us and give us purpose and direction like no other. So let's examine some encounters that were had by Jacob, the son of Isaac, who was the son of Abraham. In the book of Genesis chapter 28, verses 11 through 13, it reads, on reaching a certain place, he spent the night there because the sun had set and taking one of the stones from that place, he put it under his head and lay down to sleep. And Jacob had a dream about a ladder that rested on the earth with its top reaching up to heaven. And God's angels were going up and down the ladder. And there at the top, the Lord was standing and saying, I am the Lord, the God of your father Abraham and the God of Isaac. I will give you and your descendants the land on which you now lie. You see, Jacob had stopped at this particular place and he laid down to sleep. The Bible says that he took a rock and he made it his pillow and he laid down and had this dream. This was not just an ordinary dream, but this was an encounter. God himself showed up in that dream and gave Jacob this revelation that there was a ladder going up to heaven and the angels were ascending and descending down. And the Lord himself spoke to Jacob and confirmed his promise to his great-grandfather, Abraham. God wanted to make sure that Jacob knew his promise to him and his descendants. Just like God came to Abraham on several occasions in the book of Genesis, beginning at the 12th chapter, when God called him out, and then God came back on in the 15th chapter and reminded him what he was going to do. And God told him on several occasions what he would do by making his seed as the sand of the sea. God called Abraham out from his country to a place that only God was preparing for him. And God is calling you out today under the sound of my voice. He's calling you to come out from among the world and be separate. However, I pray you have an encounter with God because when you have an encounter, you will know God is real and you will forever be changed. I want to give you my own personal testimony of an encounter with God. You see, one night I too was asleep and I had a dream. I had been subconsciously wondering if God really heard my prayer for my children for a particular matter. And God knew my thoughts. One night 
I had this dream that I was in line with others to give my petition to Jesus. And Jesus was in my dream with a white robe on, like many of the pictures we see of him, and one knee on the ground. There was a man in front of me. And that man spoke with Jesus, but I couldn't hear their voices. I couldn't hear anything. Next thing I knew, the man went to my right, but Jesus is left. And it was my turn to stand in front of Jesus. And I stood there, but before I could get my petition out, there was a voice in my right ear that said this to me. What makes you think that he's going to hear your petition? Well, I didn't know who said that to me. All I knew when I heard those words, I felt like the woman that Jesus said it was unfit to give the bread to the dog. I felt just that low as if I was seen as a dog, as if why would God hear my prayer? Who was I for God to hear my prayers? And so I, in the dream, I dropped my head down and tears began to flow out my eyes. I began to cry, but something on the inside rose up in me and I answered that voice and I said these words. I said, in essence, what I was saying, I believe that Jesus would hear me because I believe that Jesus died for my sin and that he was buried and that he rose on the third day. And I lifted my head up to look in the face of Jesus. And when I looked in the face of Jesus, I could see all 32 of his teeth. He was nodding his head and smiling at me, nodding his head up and down, up and down with the biggest smile on his face. And then he took his right hand and he ushered me to come up. You know how you put your right hand out and you bring it over to your side, but it was his right hand and he brought it over to his right side. In essence, I knew what he was telling me. He was saying, come up beside me, my daughter. And I walked over to Jesus's right side and I woke up in an instant. And I was wondering, what does that mean? And later on, the Lord began to remind me of 1 Corinthians chapter 15 and verse 3. And it reads this. This is the apostle Paul talking to the, to the believers in Corinthians. And he said, moreover, brethren, I declare unto you the gospel which I preached unto you, which also you receive and wherein you stand, by which also you are saved if you keep in memory what I preached unto you, unless ye have believed in vain. For I delivered unto you, first of all, that which I also received, how that Christ died for our sins according to the scripture, and that he was buried, and that he rose again the third day according to the scripture. So when God brought that scripture back to my remembrance, I said, oh my, I answered that question correctly. And Jesus smiled at me and ushered me to his right side. This dream that God gave me assured me that Jesus heard my prayer based on my confession of faith that Jesus died for my sin. He was buried and he rose on the third day. That confession of faith has given me access to the throne of grace. And that confession of faith has given me a seat in heavenly places. In the book of Ephesians chapter two and verse six, it says, for he raised us from the dead along with Christ and he has seated us with him in the heavenly realm because we are united with Christ Jesus. That dream was an encounter in my life and God showed me from that day to this day that I am seated with him in heavenly places. He was pleased with my answer. I could have lifted my head and say, because I've been a good person. That's why but no, what I said was what I was supposed to say. My confession of faith in Christ Jesus is what gives me access to him in prayer. It's what gives me access so that I know that Jesus hears my prayers. And beloved, Jesus will hear your prayers if you know him personally. 
I want to ask you, do you know Jesus? And if you don't, I invite you, get acquainted with him. As Job says in Job chapter 22, acquaint thyself with God. And I pray that you will change direction just like Abraham did and come out from among them who continue in sin. And be ye separated, says the Lord. And the Lord said, and I will receive you and you shall be my sons and my daughters. You see, God will receive you and give you an encounter so that you will be persuaded that he is God and that he is with you. He will lead you and he will guide you. Beloved, I want to invite you today to give Jesus your heart and we'll talk with you soon. Well said, Pastor. Wow. Pastor Linda is uh, from the Anointed Community Services International and they are based in, uh, in um, Groveland in Florida. And uh, we are going to listen to a little um, song now by Brother Z. I want you to meditate in this and then we're going to write back. It's so sweet to trust in Jesus. Oh yeah. He's going to give the numbers after we come back. And then if you need to talk to us about Jesus, please use the email and, um, and the numbers. And we can communicate with you, get you hooked up with Jesus. All right. salvation it doesn't take a whole lot all you have to do is to come with a made up mind come with a made up mind that you want Jesus into your life if you invite him 
into your life. He will come in. It's scriptural, and I believe in the Bible. He will come in. And so, um, right where you are, if you're driving, be careful. But why don't you just start focusing on Jesus for just a few seconds and say, Lord Jesus, I, I invite you into my life. I realize that I'm, I'm going up a path which it doesn't seems to, seems to have any real joy. And I want some joy. I want some peace. I've been battered up by the world. I've been battered up by my friends. I've been battered up by my relatives. And Lord Jesus, I know you can give me peace. I know you can give me joy. I want to serve you. I want to come closer to you. I want to experience that which a lot of people are experiencing. And if you say those few words, um, Brother Z is going to give you the number. Or you can find a Christian church and just go talk to the pastor, speak to somebody, speak to your friends. I know you have a lot of Christian friends. You can do just um, just that. Brother Z giving you the numbers right now to contact us. 407-668-4824. That's 407-668-4824. And the the email address is brotherz77 at gmail.com. All right, and we have a podcast. And the podcast, you just have to Google Brother Z and Friends. And the platform is an anchor platform. It will lead you Mm. straight to all the episodes. God bless you. Thank you very much, um, uh, Pastor Linda. And Brother Z, let's get back to conversation here, man. I got to dig whatever I can out of you. Just about now, man. What what about, I mean, we're going down memory lane, Brother Z. Surely you must have some, if a little bit of embarrassing situation that you can recall. I mean, it's only been 70, what, 73 years? (laughs) (laughs) Surely you must have something, man. Yes, I yeah, I can I can recall uh, an embarrassing situation mm-hmm. as as a teenager. I was prin- not principal president of the Planning and Housing Youth Association. Okay, so that was a big thing for me. Uh, it was getting youths off the street and getting them into a building that was given to us an old school building where I organized games table tennis, card games I I just got kids off the street and instead of getting into trouble Mm. they were all coming there and doing something worthwhile Okay. so I did organize and I say this is in my early teens I did organize a tournament, a table tennis tournament. Okay, okay. And I was on stage with other dignitaries from the government and so on, and the competition was going on. And there and behold, my father, who uh, is used to having a few drinks in those days, <laughs> All right. Drifted into the building. Mm-hmm. And I'm freezing. Oh, <laughs> my. Uh, what's going to happen next? Oh, man. And he got up front there by the table tennis uh, board. Mm. And each time somebody make a good shot, he would go, ah, good shot, good <laughs> shot. <laughs> <laughs> And me, the president of the association with dignitaries, uh-huh. boy, was I embarrassed. Oh, my but God. The, the main thing I would like to share with that, that be careful with embarrassment uh-huh. because it could lead to something that you may regret. May regret. Okay. What I did is I got off the stage. I asked for an excuse. I came down to my father, and I was trying to lead him out of the the building. Mm. And he was cooperating. But when he reached to the one of the posts uh-huh. and the steps going down, 
he held on to the post and would not <laughs> and would not move and now it could have been a good uh, maybe seven eight ten steps down or something okay. so i am tugging and he is holding oh my god what i a am sight. tugging <laughs> and he is holding <laughs> and his grip slipped Oh, wow. and he came sliding down those steps. Oh my God! And hit his forehead oy, oy, oy. to the post at the bottom, mm. and blood was spilling all over, all over the place. So then we had to call the ambulance, take him to the hospital, mm. and all of that. Wow. But what the message I'm putting out here is. Uh, he got six stitches in his head. Obviously, I couldn't stay home. He didn't allow me to come back home for a couple of months. Oh. I stayed by a family <laughs> member. But oh, wow. honestly, that was an an accident. It was not intended. Okay, okay. And all through my life, mm. I wanted to say to my father, Daddy, I'm sorry it was not intended okay and i just couldn't couldn't do it eh? i just couldn't do it mm, mm. as late as 1982 my dad was lying on his dying bed with cancer the lungs wow. and i visited him there mm. and i say i've got to say that to my father i must let him know Mm. That I'm sorry and I apologize for that okay. accident. Mm. I I couldn't do it that day. And I said, you know what? I'm going to go home, rest, and tomorrow I'm going to do it. Mm. Well, he passed the night. Oh, my goodness. So, so Brother Z, I mean, a lot of people listening... Um, to us now might have been in that situation. Why couldn't yeah. you have done it? You had the opportunity. I had the opportunity. I mean, mm. I had years of opportunities to do it. Mm. I don't know why. I uh, Okay, maybe I know why. Mm. The Holy Spirit wasn't working in me. Or it, was, it was just you. Right? It was just me yeah, yeah. traveling alone with you. everything. Mm -hmm. And I knew nothing about the Holy Spirit okay. at that oh. time. Mm. Had I known that, it could have been a whole different thing. And I have, I have asked God forgiveness many times over now okay. for it, but it would have been different. I needed to say it to my dad. Mm -hmm. And I couldn't. Well, you know, the good Lord knows that this was an accident. Mm -hmm. I'm sure he does realize it was an accident. You didn't do it deliberately. Mm. But uh, it would have been nice if, if, if he had heard it from your mouth. Yes. I mean, yes. your father, if he had heard it from your mouth. And sometimes we want to uh, apologize to people who just can't find okay. the words and the courage to do it. Mm -hmm. But wouldn't it's a great thing to do, you know. Um, I think Steve Harvey said something about uh, apology or something is not for you, it's for the other uh, person. It's not for the other person, it's for, for you. you. Yeah. And sometimes um, you need, I mean, forgiveness. Sometimes you need to take that step and so that you can forgive your own self. Yeah, and it, it, it's similar to that, what you just said there. Yeah. I would say to people, um, embarrassment when you feel embarrassed and not it is not about the other person right it's right. it's about you it's about you you because i wasn't doing anything okay my father is a big man that's right and he chose that road okay and it wasn't me zealous brother mm. z who was behaving that way mm -hmm. and i'm not representing him right, it was right. him it was him. so be careful how you could let an embarrassing situation which didn't really call for you to be embarrassed yeah. lead you to doing something such yeah. as that. You're listening to Brothers and Friends.
Michelle Sylvester right here giving you inspiration on Brother Z and friends we we had a great show thank you so much for tuning in hey Brother Z what do you say man yes it's good it's good, it's good yeah. and we could do more of this very okay. good yeah yeah because it's um it's kind of a big uh it's a big uh, topic you know yeah a trip down a memory lane, lane. Yeah. And it's good that you were able to take that trip with us. And thank you so much for tuning in. So until next time, take care and God bless you. Yes, we share because we care. We care. Today.